This is Steve Thompson, and today we'll be reading the second half of chapter 50 of Genesis. This is the final reading of the book of Genesis. After burying Jacob, Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had accompanied him to his father's burial. But now that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers became fearful. Now Joseph will show his anger and pay us back for all the wrong we did to him, they said. So they sent this message to Joseph. Before your father died, he instructed us to say to you, Please forgive your brothers for the great wrong they did to you, for their sin is treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of the God of your father, beg you to forgive our sin. When Joseph received the message, he broke down and wept. Then his brothers came and threw themselves down before Joseph. Look, we are your slaves, they said. But Joseph replied, Don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. So Joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in Egypt. Joseph lived to the age of 110. He lived to see three generations of descendants of his son Ephraim, and he lived to see the birth of the children of Manasseh's son Machir, whom he claimed as his own. Soon I will die, Joseph told his brothers. But God will surely come to help you and lead you out of this land of Egypt. He will bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath, and he said, When God comes to help you and lead you back, you must take my bones with you. So Joseph died at the age of 110. The Egyptians embalmed him, and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. I'm, I just love Joseph's heart in all of this, that his brothers thought somehow he had just been nursing the grudge or stuffing it down the whole time and just waiting for their dad to be out of the way so that he could get his revenge. But that wasn't what was going on for Joseph at all. He breaks down and he cries. It's like, how could you even think that? Of course I wouldn't do that. The forgiveness was already there. He had already moved on for that, from that. And what's more, he saw the bigger picture. And this right here is the theme for the entire book. This right here encapsulates what was going on the entire time. You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. Not that God caused it. Not that God didn't mourn it. He mourned Noah and the ark and the destruction of the known world at that time. He mourned Cain and Abel and the fight to the death that they got into. He, he mourned Sodom and Gomorrah. He mourned so many decisions made throughout this story and the story of this family. But he was intent on bringing about his purposes, his good, beautiful, and perfect purposes. And he's intent on doing that for you and for me.
You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. The world and all its chaos and evil and brokenness has one set of motivations, but God is on the move. Lord, we give you praise in your sovereignty, in your greatness, in your unfathomable wisdom. You are bringing all things together for one beautiful conclusion that in itself will be a brand new beginning, the beginning that you always had in mind. God, that can't happen soon enough. And so we pray, come, Lord Jesus. Come now. Come in the strength and the power of your entire kingdom and set up your rule and reign in all its fullness. We long to enter in. Thank you for this story of Genesis that fills us in on your plan from the start. May we be a part of your plan today and every day going forward. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen.